0: Welcome to the Tax Cell Podcast, where tax cell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax cell veteran. and the leading tax sell expert. I'm the author of the Tax Cell Playbook, a founder of the Tax Cell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Cell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. And as a reminder, this is a completely free podcast brought to you through and because of the Tax Cell Academy at taxcellacademy.com. When you're looking at a tax list, you're going to come across all sorts of real estate. I've seen some rather odd stuff at tax sales. I've seen old schools, abandoned hospitals, islands, lighthouses, and all sorts of other very unique and interesting stuff. But the large majority of the properties that you see on a tax list will fit into one of two categories, either single-family homes or vacant land of some sort. Now, depending on the area that you are investing in, your specific county might have a significantly higher percentage of vacant land offered when you compare it to homes or vice versa. So with that said, here's something that I want to start off this episode with. You can make money on vacant land and you can make money on homes. Either one is fine provided that you have the correct strategy, of course. Unfortunately, A lot of new investors are programmed to think that real estate investing means buying and selling homes. When you focus solely on homes, you are severely limiting your income as you're missing out on many other opportunities. Now let's take a deeper look at some of the issues that people have with vacant land. The first one that I hear is people refer to vacant land as it's just land. Almost like it's some sort of second-class asset, right? As in, why would I want to invest in just land? Like they're supposed to be investing in single-family homes. Besides, when you drive down the road, you notice the homes, the building, right? Not, in quote, the land. Some people will even talk about vacant land as if it's not even real real estate. Just last week, I got a question about clearing a title and i was told it is just land do i still need to clear the title the fact is that land is real estate too at a tax sell auction the county is selling the legally described real estate that means that you buy a legal description that legal description describes the location, the shape, and the size of the land that you are buying. If it happens to have a house on it, then you bought a house too. But understand, you're buying a legal description first and foremost. You are buying land first and foremost. Whether you decide to buy homes, vacant land, islands, boat docks, or anything else that an investor might come across on a tax list, the number one priority should be to make money. Now, if you're buying something to use personally that you're going to move into, that's an entirely different story. But if you're an investor, you're going to be looking to make money. That should be your primary focus. That means you should approach every investment with the premise of whether or not you feel that investment is going to make money for you. Accordingly, you should remove nearly all emotional connection. An emotional investor is usually an investor that doesn't make much money. When approached correctly, vacant land can be just as, if not more, profitable than single family homes. So keep that in mind. Another issue that some people have is that they're concerned about the potential buyer pool when they go to resell that property. I hear it all the time. Well, a house can be lived in, so somebody needs it, right? or they'll tell me that land is the hardest thing to sell because who wants to buy land? Listen, I've sold land in good markets. I've sold land in bad markets. I've also sold it much faster than many of the homes that I've sold. And I've got a buyer's list for vacant land that dwarfs the buyer's list that I have for houses. There is a market for nearly everything when you know where to look. Part of the issue that people have revolves around their familiarity with homes. It's what they live in, it's what they see, it's what they use, it's what they might have been involved in with a real estate transaction in the past, but what you might not realize is yes, there is a massive buyer pool out there for vacant land that is waiting for you to tap into it. The desirability of vacant land is directly parallel to the desirability of homes or any other type of real estate for that matter. If you buy a home in a lousy area, then it's a less desirable asset and could be more difficult to sell. The same can be said for vacant land. But with either one, if you buy in a desirable area or if you're able to market your property to the correct audience in perhaps a less than desirable area, then you'll have no trouble selling it. Let's look at a few things that many folks don't even consider when it comes to vacant land. The first one is maintenance. And this is a really, really big one here. Most people fail to realize the maintenance that is required on a tax-sell home. And this is one that hit me really, really hard when I first got into investing in homes out of area. Tax-sell homes are obviously homes that have not had their taxes paid. Let's think about it. If those taxes, the very thing that says whether you keep your home or you lose your home, were not paid, do you really think that the house is going to be in good condition? Of course not. These are far from move in ready homes. They stink, they're wet, they're moldy, they have plenty of issues. A home with issues is going to be a maintenance heavy home. Most people do not realize this because they aren't used to these types of homes. We can make the comparison between a brand new car that you can use every single day that you get from the dealership or buying some old beat-up car that smokes, leaks, and shakes that you saw on the side of the road as you drive down the road every day. Both of them are cars, right? Well, guess what? One is going to require substantially more maintenance, even in the short term. Even if you want to be a quick flipper, you still have to do some sort of maintenance. Tax-sell homes are not typical. And as such, you will need to be prepared to provide constant maintenance, even in the short term while you're waiting to sell it. And along with that maintenance comes liability. I did an episode a year or so ago maybe and the title was something along the lines of tax cell homes are targets. Tax cell homes are often targeted by neighbors and local governments as the subjects of complaints, especially after an investor has purchased one. Many areas have rather strict requirements that you might not be familiar with. A broken window, that needs to be replaced in some areas. A rotten deck must be repaired. There can be no trash on the porch. The list goes on and on. And the issue is that when you buy a tax sale property with issues and the county notifies you to fix those issues but you fail to do so, well, that becomes an even bigger issue. Personal experience here. Eventually, it'll work its way into daily fines and it could become a criminal matter. While there is still maintenance required on some vacant lots, especially inside city limits, the maintenance is much less intense. Something else to consider is the turnaround. I know we partially addressed this earlier, but when done correctly, you can resell land much faster than homes. The issue with a home is that the buyer is taking over your responsibility of that home, which means they at least need to take some time to look into it especially if it's an out-of-town buyer, as many investors are. I found that with land, it doesn't take much thought for a lot of people. You either like the price and the location or you don't. There is no need for inspections or anything like that. It allows for a much easier turnaround in my experience. And the last thing I want to discuss is cost. You can simply enter a vacant land transaction for a much lower barrier to entry than a house. I've been in many vacant parcels for less than 500 bucks. I've also been in many for less than $100 even. Now inevitably, somebody's going to listen to this and make a comment about, well, lots around here cost $10 million. I get it, right? Prices vary all over the country, but when you compare the barrier of entry of a vacant parcel to a home, it is cheaper to get a vacant parcel. Now for some, that's the difference between being able to invest at all or not being able to invest. For others, it means that they might be able to hedge their investments by purchasing multiple properties. And for others, it's just a way to help minimize their risk. Now, all of this is good on the buying side, but get this, all of it also passes on to the selling side. The number of potential buyers, especially investors, that can afford a vacant lot is significantly higher than those that can afford a house. A large majority of the lots that I sell, I'm actually selling to smaller type investors, sometimes even speculators who just want to be able to buy what they can comfortably afford and then turn around and see if they can make an eventual profit on it. The fact remains that vacant land is a viable profitable investment when done correctly. And it's something that you should never overlook. Sure, it's not as nearly as exciting as some of these other opportunities. In fact, one could argue it's pretty boring. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how boring it is if it is making you money. So the next time you see vacant land on a tax list, don't discount it. Don't skip it. Instead, dive into it. Come up with a strategy to buy it and make money on it. And now, obviously, guys, I am not knocking tax sell homes at all. I've invested in a lot of tax sell homes, and I've made a lot of money with tax sale homes, but this episode is directed at those folks who continually discount vacant land and overlook vacant land. With the correct strategies, you can make a lot of money off vacant land. So again, don't discount it and don't overlook it. I teach about many of those strategies I use here on my podcast, over on YouTube, and of course I go into my most detailed and profitable trainings inside the academy. But do yourself a huge favor and don't get caught up on just focusing on single-family homes because you don't think you can make money with Vacant Land, because you can. Listen, I truly hope that this episode has helped you out. If so, please do us a huge favor and leave some positive feedback Whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on right now. And if we can be of any additional help, there are a whole bunch of links in today's show notes, including one to our primary site at taxcellacademy.com. Take care, folks. We'll see you next time right here on the Tax Soul Podcast. Bye bye.